This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, the news has gone all wonky, and I can't take it. So the podcast has just got some funny bits for you. Get on with it. Yup. Well, good morning. Uh, pretty compelling evidence that Donald Trump's mind is literally desiccating right now. Uh, apparently his posture, that sort of leaning forward thing with the arms hanging down uh, and his inability to drink from a glass of water without supporting one hand with the other are key signs. No kidding. Can we pity him yet? Don't know. Uh, Matt Hancock broke his own social distancing rules in Parliament. Yes, he'd just arrived, presumably to talk about COVID-19 and why we need to maintain social distancing, and then he put his arm round a colleague! Indeed, we're in safe hands, guys. Not necessarily clean ones, but safe ones. And, ah, isn't it absolutely brilliant having the premiership back? Oh, my God, I missed it so much. Uh, I mean, I couldn't really take the news anyway. Uh, and now sport is back in it. So so I think I'm going to uh, round up some of the more esoteric stuff today. Should we just should we just do this? Should we just have a break? This Justin. This Justin from Perth now. Why they got the scoop, I don't know. But Boris Johnson's car got shunted in the rear yesterday. It was a security car that did it when a Kurdish protester ran into the road. Uh, I don't think Boris Johnson was personally shunted in the rear. Might be something we could crowdfund. This just is. From Channel 11 KCBY in Coos Bay, Oregon. Uh, this is in Powers, Oregon. Powers. Uh, the chief of police rescued a cat from an outhouse. Uh, this was on Tuesday. His name was Chief Kevin Macho. I mean, come on. Uh, he responded to the day-use area at Orchard Park to assist the public. Uh, there was a full-grown calico cat found down the tank area of one of the outhouse toilets. Uh, they used a dog catcher pole, which was barely long enough to reach the cat. Uh, there were no injuries, although apparently the police chief did not smell particularly pleasant after the incident was over and had to wash thoroughly, the police said. The cat appeared to be unharmed. 
Very Dr. Seuss. My sister and me, we were walking in powers, and after we walked for a number of hours, everything round us was quiet as a mouse, except from a cry that came from the outhouse. At first it was not a cause for consternation. At first we dismissed it as mild constipation, but after a while it was our estimation that such a noise needed some investigation. We opened the door, and with a loud splat, there he appeared, the cat in the scat. This just in. Time now for an occasional series. I think we should start where I read out the fantastic digest of the Sheriff's Reports, as published in the Flathead Beacon, covering Flathead and Kalispell in Montana. Uh, I first came across this when I was in Montana, uh, near Kalispell. Uh, it's, uh, there is nothing there. I mean, it's very beautiful. Uh, it's all kind of mountains and trees and stuff. I went there with it's a long story but i stayed camping in the woods with the family they had like a, literally a log cabin in the woods and like the grandma stayed in the log cabin and we all camped and uh, there was no loo so it was like a really big kind of gloppy it's like a big thing full of smoothie but um and you had to stir it and i didn't enjoy that and there were really big horse flies that you could feel literally just biting a chunk out of your arm and i didn't enjoy that and i didn't enjoy um the strange uncle who uh said something like uh his casticer said something like uh you can uh you can have benefits when you uh eat your chinese shoes and your jap car something like that it was a strange place he built a hot tub or he was trying to make a hot water maker thing and uh, he tried to light it and literally scorched his eyebrows off we were in the woods we were miles from anywhere if anything had gone seriously wrong it was a really weird time anyway uh in the local paper there Whoever compiles, and now we know it's a guy called Justin Franz. Justin Franz. This Justin. This Justin. Uh, he uh, he compiles a, like a digest of the police bulletins. So the police publish a, a list of all the things that happened. And in the local paper, he do these roundups, and they're very dry, and they're very funny. So let's have some of this. Uh, this is uh, from May twenty seventh. Uh, 12.04am, a Kalispell woman said she thinks some people loosened the lug nuts on her car wheels at a local bar. When asked why she thought that, she reported that there were a lot of people at that location who didn't like her. It's all like this, like nothing happens. 12.58am, a Kalispell brother was causing trouble. 2.10am, some dogs were causing issues for a local newspaper delivery guy. 9.59 a.m. A vicious, quote, rat dog was causing trouble. Uh, 11.52 a.m. A boat rolled off a trailer. 12.38 p.m. It's quite serious, this one. A Kalispell woman reported that her toddler locked himself in a room. The 911 dispatcher asked if the mother wanted the fire department to come by and kick the door down. She said that while the child was crying, he wasn't really in danger, and thus kicking the door down seemed excessive. The mother later reported that she was able to get into the room by using the old credit card trick. 12.39pm. Someone reported that there was an enormous pile of trash along the side of the road out at Fisher River. 3.16pm. A Kalispell resident reported that a dead animal propped up in their backyard and the stench is overpowering. You can make some sense of that. 3.17pm. A bad driver was swerving in and out of traffic. 
you find this comforting? I find this quite comforting. Uh, 4.26pm. An area man reported that another man was putting up no trespassing signs on public land. The first man told him that was wrong and they got into an altercation. Turns out the man putting up the signs is just tired of bikers going past his home all the time. 4.41pm. Someone butt-dialed 911. 4.46pm. Someone broke into a Kalispell home but didn't take anything. 5.50pm a dog was causing trouble. 6.26pm a shed was on fire. 8.46pm someone kicked in a wall. 9.27am a local woman called 911 to report that a woman from Nebraska was chasing her around town. And 11.06am a bar fight was going down. That concludes the police blotter from Flathead County Sheriff and Kalispell Police Reports. Hello there, this is Brinsley, dear love, with more of That's Lovely. Broadcasting since 1977 and pretty much unshiftable. Whoever comes in and manages the channel. The outcry every time anybody does anything to this. Anyway, it's time for some lovely things and thank you so much for all of your emails. Sending me just lovely things. Now then, Lee Carter says, Dear Mr. Dear Lover, it's Brins, Brinsley Dear Love. That's my name. It's, it's very simple. Uh, please find and close some lovely things for you and your listeners that will hopefully bring you cheer in these troubled times. Much love, Lee. Well, thank you so much, Lee. And <laughs> who's this? Very sweet little tortoise shell kitten. Looks like he's just woken up, all snuggled up in a little towel. What a squiffy face. That's lovely. And, well, now that's lovely. Is it an estuary? No, it's a lovely broad bay glistening, sparkling in the sunshine. That's lovely. And here we have an ice cream cone with a biscuit in the top. Does slightly look like a run-over frog, but nevertheless, that's lovely if you're into rather messy ice cream. And who isn't? And the... Whoa! No! That's not lovely. That's... That's a toenail with about another 15 seconds to go. Oof! It's the size and colour of a cornflake. What have you done to your thing... To your toenail? What have you done to that? How did that happen? How did you let it get to that? Ha! And what's that thing on your toe? You need to get that checked out. That's that is not lo- that's not lovely. Please, it's very simple. I just want to see something that's lovely. You can email not today at swanburst.com. But please, please try to make it lovely. This is Brinsley, dear love, saying goodbye. Fiona's been in touch, says, Hi, Jake. On the topic of famous Twitter followers... Oh, yeah, we were doing that. Uh, I thought you should know that for reasons I can't fathom, fathom, at the Jeremy Vine. The Jeremy Vine is one of my followers. I have no idea why, but I'm very grateful for it. Best wishes, Fiona. Fiona, don't be grateful. You know, just, just, just realise how needy he is. I mean, come on. Uh, I feel like we had another one on famous followers, but... 
uh, well, perhaps related, uh, Joel's been in touch uh, saying, I was so excited to hear Shawadi Wadi's drummer get a mention yesterday as he ruined my first ever gig. <laughs> Fort Regent in Jersey, the summer of 79. There was a long drum solo with a strobe light, which was all too much for me as a four-year-old at his first concert. It gave me a headache and I cried for quite some time. Blimey! I mean, Joel, that's like strobe lights do bad things, don't they? On reflection, however, uh, the drummer in question was Romeo Challenger. Not David's distant relation, so there's no Yapostle beef here. I appreciate the only good part of this email is the name Romeo Challenger. I, I mean, no, but yes, that is one hell of a name, isn't it? <sighs> boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say wayo. Wayo. As is Neil. Good morning. I've reached level 400 in 2048 balls and I'm trying to get 256 quintillion to get to the next stage. This has got to be the time to take a break. I haven't used any limbs since downloading this. This accursed abyss of purgatory. Yes, 2048 balls. 3D on some platforms by Voodoo. I was supposed to be keeping fit and losing weight. The only muscle definition that I've got this week is in my thumbs. My doctor says I have the digits of a young, rowdy, roddy piper. Keeping fit is the best thing ever. It really gets the blood flowing, the heart pumping and the spots dancing in front of my eyes. That's how you know you're alive. That and the shooting pains down my left arm. Thanks, Jake. Live long and prosper. Uh, thanks, Neil. Appreciate that. Uh, that's really great. Uh, also on the famous tip, famous cousins. Catherine uh, says, uh, oh, so there's a link to a news story. Oh, this looks great. This looks appropriately spurious. Uh, how Pickles the dog found the stolen World Cup trophy and made his owner rich. What? The Jules Rimet trophy, which was stolen three months before the 1966 World Cup in England, was found by a dog named Pickles in Norwood, South London. What? I did not know that story. I bet you knew that story already, didn't you? It was wrapped in newspaper and hidden in a suburban garden in South London. Of course it was. Everything you, you've ever lost is there. Very tightly bound with string, apparently. And uh, he got a reward for almost £5,000, which you could buy South London with in those days. Amazing story. Catherine says, My husband's dad's cousin is the owner of the dog Pickles. What? Who found the stolen FA Cup? Initially a suspect, Cousin David was rewarded with enough money to buy a house. It was enough money! Wow! Pickles even went on to star in a film. And yes, they still talk about it to this day. That's very cool. That's very cool. I love that. Uh, it looks like Pat's done something. He's done some remixing of the theme tune. Well, we'll have some of that tomorrow. Uh, I look forward to that, Pat. I haven't got time to sort it out now. It's like, oops horribly late uh yesterday uh we were doing uh, names in songs hashtag names in songs uh thanks so much uh for example i was thought five star were singing about sister maddie uh but uh we've got a few uh david a james says i've got two favorites for you jake one neil diamond singing about everyone's favorite on trend man of the cloth the reverend blue jeans <laughs> And uh, to U2's 90s peon to former star of ethically dubious SeaWorld shows, Shamu the Mysterious Whale. Sham, okay. okay I'm going to have to work that one out. I know you're sitting there going, it's obvious, Jacob. Uh, Robert Marsh says, uh, Sulawli by the police. Yeah. Uh, and Fiona got that one as well. 
And Julie Prunes says, uh, it was the 90s. It was when Madonna was taking off her clothes a lot. It was not Dear Ronnie, Dear Ronnie, but instead Erotic, Erotic, off of Erotic. I, sh- I was sure it was Bill Oddie. And David Brazel says, slightly tangential, there's a hymn often sung in schools with a chorus that goes, In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Uh, that phrasing always makes me think of a firm of solicitors. Nazareth, rise up and walk. <laughs> Why not? Uh, you can keep those going. Hashtag names in songs. It's at NotTodayPod on Twitter. Or you can email NotToday at SwanBurst.com. Uh, I'll welcome any tenuous, famous relative stories. I will uh, welcome... We've got actually... I've actually got quite a few That's Lovelies backed up, which I'm delighted about. And, you know, like, if there's anything you want me to cover in this podcast, let me know. Not today at swanburst.com. Or if there's anything that you really hate, uh, you can tell me that too. I'm sort of... I don't know. It's such an odd time and it feels a bit weird and a bit aggressive out there. And I'm sort of retreating a little bit, seeking a little refuge. So um, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about all of that? Let me know. Uh, Not today at swanburst.com. That's it for today. I will see you tomorrow, I hope, if you'll join me. And uh, until then, have a good day and lots of love. Bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.